Hey, good morning, Nashville. This is the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WAC, where we talk all things real estate. You may be listening to us for the first time, and I am your host, Michael Thayer with Waterstone Mortgage. And we used to be on the 6 a.m. time slot, but we decided we're going to move on up. Well, we're moving on up. Trade in our pajamas for some normal casual clothes instead of having to get up so stinking early. That's right. We're going to sleep in. Yeah. yeah. Six is too early. It is too early, but we've been doing this, what, a couple years now? And, you know, our whole show is about educating you as a consumer when you're buying a house, refinancing a house, anything that's financially related. But for the most part, we, we have the emphasis on real estate and just, you know, all the good financial concepts that go along with it. Some of the concepts we talk about are not what you traditionally would expect to hear. Some things are out of the box, but yet when you look at the numbers, you're like, that makes a whole lot of sense. And then we also rotate a bunch of people in and out of the show. Like today, we have Chris Corbeau from Midtown Title, and he runs all the title operations for his company, and basically they are the ones that oversee a real estate transaction when it actually closes and makes sure or ensures that all parties, you know, interest are being met, the contracts being adhered to, you know, as far as all the obligations from the buyer and the seller, and everybody gets their money. So everybody loves Chris because he sends you money typically, unless you got to bring money to closing, which is not, you know, it, it is good, but yet sometimes it's bad when you have to part with a lot of money. Well, I'm going to say good morning. <laughs> I'm actually awake this morning. Yeah. So this is fantastic. I love this. Absolutely. I, I think this is awesome. It's going to be great. Not sure who voted for this, but uh, hopefully Jimmy. I stuffed the box and uh, it got through and somebody, <laughs> the right person got the uh, got what we were saying and, and here we are. So Absolutely. Uh, no toothpicks in the eyes, propping them open. No. No extra shots of coffee here. <laughs> I'm still going to drink my coffee, even though it is later. Yeah, but that's okay. But it's not intravenously at this point. No. Right. It's more just like regular <laughs> drinking it at this point. Right now going. <laughs> so, yeah. So most people love what I do because I typically give them money. Some people yes. don't always want to hear what we have to say. But <laughs> for the most part, uh, it is a very it. rewarding job because most time you're either helping people buy their house or you're watching them make a bunch of money off selling their house, especially if you live in the surrounding counties. Oh Lately, you have been backing up the Brinks truck to the title company and loading it up and taking all your equity and and going on to the next house yes it's been a windfall just money almost like an atm man with the way the property values have been going up and there was a report just this past week from um i'll have to get that but so i've talked my head i think um it was on one of the major news stations where nashville had the highest appreciation don't quote me on this but the highest appreciation rate anywhere in the u.s Look, Jimmy, he's not even letting us quote the first day. Oh, man. Rules, I mean, man. Rules. Rules, rules, rules. So, uh, so yeah, if you do, I haven't seen that, but most people, if you have no idea what your house is worth and you've lived in Nashville and haven't checked it out, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's really, really crazy. And I wish we had a couple of, of our other team members here with us who have way more knowledge on this stuff than I ever hope to ever have in my life. But uh, when it comes to real estate transactions, we can do it all, residential, commercial, we handle all the paperwork uh, we can uh, 
We can get you in the house. We can get you out of the house. Uh, depends on uh, what, we, what the needs are. They can make you homeless. Yes. You know, that's probably not the part we want to talk about on the first show. Uh, we kind of reserve that but, for... But uh, in a good way, because then you're going to you know, find them another home. Well, okay, we're going to go that route. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we can get you out of your house, and we can help you get to a brand new house in a happy manner Yes. Uh, to, uh, to do that. So thanks. I just needed to clarify that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. JT. But yeah. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've been doing this for several years now, and, and we I love educating people about this process. A lot of people either go online or they may have a family member that's in the business, and that's great. It's always good to have family members as trusted advisors. But Absolutely. sometimes you just need a non-biased opinion, or, or, or maybe the people just don't have as much of experience as some of the people on our team do uh, that, will, can, that can help you mm-hmm. get from the start of the process to the end itself. And, and yeah. that's what we love doing. That's what I love doing is Absolutely. teaching people along the way about what it is we do. It's kind of boring a little bit, but yeah. at the end of the day, it does matter. It's a big, it's a finan- the largest, most people's largest financial decision that they make when they go to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to be a part of people's lives, helping make that easy and doing things the right way to make sure it's done correctly. Yeah. And you touched on the family members. Sometimes people aren't comfortable talking to their family members about their own personal finance. People are really weird about that. And I I personally don't go out and talk to family members or even friends for that matter of, you know, they know what I do. So if they need to, you know, ask me for some advice, I will absolutely give them to them. But some people, they're just... They are funny. No, for my side of it, people don't. It's no big deal. People yeah, want to talk you, about it. Not. You know, if there's a bad situation, maybe, or maybe an estate situation where somebody's passed. But when it comes to people's money, they typically are very guarded on that yes. and don't always like people to know what's going on. So they uh, might seek the opinion of of, mm-hmm. of, of, of an independent party to talk about that. Because especially if it's bad news, absolutely, and uh, they don't know if there's something bad back there, they definitely don't want their family knowing. And I, and I get that. I'm yeah. I'm a very very private person, and I don't like people to know much about my exactly. private self and exactly. my, my private information and so I can respect that and, and understand mm-hmm. that and and to do that but that's what we're here to do we have other team members that are on our team as well yep we generally cycle through you know anyone from realtors to builders to pest inspectors to home inspectors home inspectors uh, insurance people uh, can't get appraisal on the on the show because they're all so doggone busy right now. They're driving the Brinks truck. Yes, they are driving the Brinks truck. They're the ones that's giving you that value. But yet, we discuss the appraisals and help you guys understand why, if you just went through the process, why you might have encountered one specific appraisal issue versus another and how values are keeping up with the sales prices and all that good stuff. But, you know, we get into, we have insurance companies on the on the show. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank because there's so many. Um Different specialized products, um, lighting, you know, which kind of gets into more of the core. But we've had a Hermitage Lighting Gallery on here that we talked about lighting and how you take and if you're building a house, how you can take and allocate those funds from the builder to, you know, upgrade your lighting. Customized light package. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we go in all sorts of different directions, but more importantly, the thing that I really love about it is we bring a lot of factual data, and we can always back up the facts. And it's it's the stuff that you hear about in the news, some of the stuff that you don't hear about in the news, but then at the same time, it's a better uh, explanation 
of what's being conveyed in the news in a way that you can understand it. But then we also put it out online and we record the show uh, video wise as well. So we're going to get into that. We'll give you the website addresses and we're going to kick off the show and let's get this thing going, man. We got to jump out to a break. But after that, we're going to kick this sucker off. You've been listening to the Money Man Mike show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike show where we talk all things real estate. And before the break, I was telling you about that we record everything. Obviously, not just over the radio, but we also video record everything so you can see our mugs and when Mr. GQ title Chris Corvoe is over there all sporting his stuff like he is today or, you know, all sexified, I guess. Is, is that That's right a word? That's a We don't want to go to that word there. So <laughs> that kind of freaked me out just a little bit. Come on so. now, You man. guys don't have faces for radio, but see, I'm in a no. separate room where you can't see me on camera yeah, because safe. I do have a face for radio. You're safe. Hey, you know what? A long time ago, my dad always said, uh, when I was young, he, he said, whenever you walk into a room, just act like you're in charge. Because yeah. if you act like you're in charge, people will just assume you're in charge. Mm-hmm. So no matter where I go, I just try to act like I'm in charge, and people just automatically assume that. Own it. Own so, it. yeah, that way I can just fake it till I make it. <laughs> and, and, you, and you dress nicely, too. Well, thank you. Yeah. But I'm just saying, right. that that helps. GQ. I've when never people... seen Jimmy. He's hidden behind the walls. Yeah. So I have no idea. I have no clothes on. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, on that note. <laughs> nice visual. How do I follow that? <laughs> you can go to the internet and type in Jake. No. <laughs> no, we got uh, out on Facebook. You can find us on Money Men Mike Radio. Again, that is Money Men Mike Radio on Facebook. And on the internet at moneymanmike.net. And we record the shows. We break them out into small segments. You can go out and find materials that we speak and reference during uh, any given show. You can download it from iTunes. You can do all sorts of stuff with it. Um, heck of a resource of material out there, both on Facebook and the website. And, you know, information that we talk about, it's regularly put out there. I mean, literally daily. So if you've heard it on here, then you're going to find it on the Internet. So that's Pretty much what the show's about when it's in a nutshell, man. We just talk real estate, man. My favorites are the outtakes, okay? Oh, the outtakes. The oh, outtakes my. are great because if people could hear what happens whenever we go to break sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we forget we're getting yes. recorded at all times, <laughs> and especially when we got a whole team of folks in here, and it gets a little bit out of control. So, But I love it. It's funny. I go back and listen to it, and it just kind of makes me laugh. Or sometimes people think, okay, we're at break, and they're not being recorded. And then you get all this good, candid, oh, good man, material. Yes. I know it's, it's just kind of off the cuff stuff that we yes, talk about. Yes. And some people think the regular show is nothing but outtakes. Well, that's hey. another story altogether. Show sure too, man. Jimmy, he is uh, flying today. He is. He's rocking it out. So, Ooh. well, hey, Mike, we've uh, we've heard all this stuff about what our show is and, and what we're hoping to uh, to pass along to everybody. But take us take a minute and kind of tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, what you do? Yeah. Well, who is Waterstone Mortgage? Okay. Um, why are they any different than 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 every other mortgage company that we see out there? And just some of the things that you guys do that really specializes to help customers uh, get this really the best loan that they can possibly get. Yeah. You know, I myself have been in the business for thirteen, coming up on fourteen years now, I guess, and uh, I just enjoy the business. I mean. Seeing somebody that's a first-time home buyer that nobody, and I mean nobody in their family prior to them had ever owned a home. 
So it's the same thing as you're the first kid out of the family that's ever gone to college and graduated. Now you're the first kid that has ever bought a home and be able to give them the keys and see how they light up or you turn around and you take somebody in a you know bad situation and you make it better for them. I mean, there's so many different ways that we impact people's lives in such a positive and and nurturing way, and it's 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 very rewarding. I mean, it's just very rewarding. Um, I love the business for that. Uh, Waterstone embraces um, helping clients and helping people become homeowners. We are bank owned, but yet we operate as an independent mortgage lender. So basically what you need to take away from that is every other lender in America go out of business, Waterstone would still still be functioning. Why? Why would Waterstone be functioning? We're bank owned. We have our own funding lines. We have all of our services are in-house. We don't farm out anything other than what we are required to farm out for like title work, insurance, appraisals and stuff like that. But as far as a lender... You know, we function completely internally, but then on top of that, we also provide portfolio lending, which means we provide products that you can't find anywhere else. For example, we have um, what we refer to as our wealth builder. We can do up to a $650,000 loan, 100% financing, one loan, up to $650,000. You can't get anywhere close to that with any other lender unless you're going VA. So a portfolio loan means that the bank lends the money themselves. Yes. They don't go out and like if you go to ABC Lender Company yep. and they have made a deal with Wells Fargo B of A or right. Bank of America right. or somebody along those lines who actually give them the money to make the loan. Exactly. You guys go to your own bank account bank. Yep. Yep. and you pull the money out of there yep. and then you give somebody a loan that's not that's not a traditional type of loan. Or we can do traditional. Yeah, I mean, but in that situation, yeah, in that the wealth situation. builder is a, yep. it's a non-traditional type loan, and you guys are able to make the loan because you're lending your own money and not somebody else's money. Correct. And then we also underwrite per the actual guidelines. And what a lot of people don't understand is all loans, and when I say all loans, you're talking like literally probably 98% are going through either Freddie Mac, which is conventional, Fannie Mae, which is also conventional, and FHA and VA. You also have some USDA that gets in there, but for the most part, that is where everything is funneling through. And some way, somehow, um, everything stems back to two sets of guidelines, conventional and FHA. And we underwrite directly per those guidelines. So when the agencies say, hey, here's the rule, that's what we go by. And case in point is like FHA. FHA technically does not have a credit score requirement, but yet... Every lender in America has a minimum credit score requirement. We also follow by that because that's just one of those things that they make us do. But with all the other things, like self-employed people, there's many people out there that are self-employed that are asked for two years tax returns. Freddie Mac, conventional loan, says if you can show five years of self-employed history, you may get away with only needing one year's tax return which may make a big difference in what you get approved for. Because as a self-employed person knows, one year to the next year to the next, your income may fluctuate. So instead of doing a 24-month average, we just look at 12 months and boom, you're qualified. And we pick up so much business and help so many people from other traditional lenders that way because they're looking at a two-year history instead of a one. So you and I have done zillions of closings together yes. over the last few uh, several years and I can't even count them all we've done so many together over the years and one of the things I, I I appreciate about what you do with folks is that you sit down with them 
uh, or talk, we'll talk with them and give them the roadmap of how to get started in this process and how to maneuver through this this chaotic system called uh, loan approval and yes. lending process that that uh, we function in on a on a daily basis and you counsel them to be able to show them because maybe they don't understand credit maybe they have some bad credit right. maybe they got too much credit yeah and uh, can you kind of go into how you guys are able to uh, look at somebody's whole entire picture and kind of formulate the roadmap for success for them. Yeah, the, the the one thing that I like to use a lot of is, or frequently is, an amortization schedule. And most people don't know what that is, but you can go Google it, amortization schedule, and basically it'll show you where every single penny you pay on a loan goes every month. And people will ask me all the time, well, what's a better loan? Well, let's plug it into the amortization schedule. It's a very simple, very simple way to take this complex, I don't even want to dub it something, but this complex hot mess of mortgage lending rules that we have and literally break it down to such a minute level. It's in black and white, two or three columns of numbers that anybody can understand. And that's what an amortization schedule does. And basically, I can sit down and show you, okay, here's a conventional loan. Here's your FHA loan. Or if you're looking at another loan, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You plug in the numbers and it'll tell you how much you're going to spend on that loan over the course of the loan where that money's at, if you've got additional costs like monthly mortgage insurance or anything like that, where that drops off, if it drops off, how all that stuff plays into saving you money or costing you money, and then you can easily see very quickly in simple black and white numbers which loan, which loan makes more sense for you and why we're guiding you in that specific direction. You know, one of the things you uh, have uh, you preach about that I love is that there's more loans than a 30-year or a 15-year oh loan gosh, out right. there, right? Yes. So maybe we can touch on that here in just a little bit to kind of go into that because there's a lot of misinformation out there thinking that there's only one or two different types of loans yeah. that exist in this world. There's more than you even probably want to know about. But, hey, we got to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to pick up on that, and then we're going to get into some numbers and take off from there. You've been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC, where you are listening to the Money Man Mike Show. We used to be at 6 a.m., but we recently moved up today to 11 o'clock is our debut. I so. love that, man. 6 o'clock was <laughs> so. so early, man. But uh, I loved coming out here, talking to folks yes. about it. And so, but I definitely was Sleeps pumped. In. When I heard 11 o'clock come around. So, uh, awesome, awesome. Yes, so. yes. Because you, I mean, oh man, it's there's so many stories to go along with a 6 a.m. time slot, but that's a totally different conversation. But hey, um, we're talking about mortgage, uh, types of mortgages. Uh, before the break, and man, you can do almost any kind of year. Typically, they're in five year increments, but man, there's, you know, like I said before, conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, THDA, there's all these first time home buyer programs. There are renovation loans where you can buy a house and fix it up and have one loan. We do construction to perm all in one close. I mean, there's you name it. You pretty much come to us. Tell us what you're looking for. I, I kind of like to refer to it as Christmas and whatever you're calling me, you know, Christmas in June, Christmas in July, Christmas in May, whatever. And what do you want? If you if you could create your perfect situation, what is it? What kind of payment do you want? Where do you want your purchase price to be? 
where's your ideal area and let's start working our numbers and working ourselves backwards into what the proper answer is going to be for you. Yeah, one of the things I love about that is, you know, even if you were doing a 25-year loan, it sounds not much, 25 years, holy uh, cow, you know, I'm not going to be there, you know, but the the just to see the interest savings, which I oh, know yeah. is one of the things you guys do, is just sit down and, because the numbers just are what they are. Yes. They don't lie, they are what they are, and so you can pay just a little bit more and save five years in interest, which is tremendous. If you've looked at that amortization oh, schedule and you see how much goes to interest and how much does not go to your principal, uh, it makes a huge difference. Even just a little call like that right there. And, and uh, JT, between, in the break, you were asking us a, a good question back there. What did you have? Oh, yeah. And the more you guys talk, the more questions I have. <laughs> well, let's limit that today because we haven't even got into <laughs> yeah. our material yet. Yeah, we, we've got several <laughs> topics here, and we haven't touched on them. What's your uh, best one? Okay, you were asking, talking in the last segment about a, a loan for $650,000. Now, yes. before I ask the question, I'll tell you this. It has nothing to do with me because I don't have that kind of money. Come but on, Jimmy. You, Waterstone can give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you, let's just say, were wanting to buy a million-dollar home and you get a loan for 650000 well, guess what? I still need more money. So could you get two loans for that same house? That's definitely going to be a customized uh, response based on everybody's individual situation because everybody's financial um, picture and their loan profile is as unique as their personality is as well as their fingerprints. I mean, it's literally a customized approach to every individual person's request and needs. And to kind of give you a little bit of an answer, we could go up to uh, 850000 at 95% finance. And so you'd bring your own 5%. We would finance 95 mm-hmm. of 850 And then we've also got multiple loan amounts, I mean, multiple loan programs that'll go up to 2 and $2.5 million. So if you just need a million bucks, I assure you we can get it. Yeah, I don't know if I can go. You know, from a million down to eight hundred fifty thousand, I don't think I can uh, sacrifice that. <laughs> He's probably got that in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, don't let him lie to you. I'm but, walk uh, around money. But yeah, so you're getting into a jumbo loan program at that point yeah. in time, which has different qualifications, uh, not different rules, uh, different rules, different regulations. The higher you go, conventional loans, which is where the the majority of people fall underneath, unless you live in certain parts of town around here. But that's what four seventeen. Correct me, that my, just changed uh, four twenty four one. I think. Okay, four hundred twenty-four thousand, roughly four hundred twenty-four thousand. So, depending on where you're at now, Jimmy, I've actually seen loans where they've went up to the conventional amount of of four twenty-four, and then they'll have a second loan that may be six hundred thousand dollars. It sounds off balance. It sounds weird, but. It's just a different set of rules and qualifications, but that's where somebody like Mike comes in, and he's able to, to you know, he's the expert uh, who's working with you on this, and he's going to be able to determine what the best uh, course is on that because, not like you said, not all loans are created the same way, and you may have a different agenda from from me what I'm trying to accomplish. I may just be trying to get in there as cheap as I can. You may be trying to get in there and pay that thing off in a couple of years. And uh, so, and and that's where it comes in, trying to figure out what works best. And uh, that's what I, that's what Mike's really, really good at is just really sitting down, listening, and uh, and consulting with you, and and providing information that works best for your situation. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it boils down to is just finding that customized solution that works works with your needs and what you're trying to obtain, you know, and trying to accomplish. So, with that being said, you know a little bit about me, you know a little bit about Chris, you know. JT behind the glass, hopefully. If not, 
Well, Nicholson. I haven't said much about me, but we can do that another day. It's, <laughs> it's not it's not that uh, Dude, great. So well, it's good, but it's just boring. Title guru GQ extraordinaire is all you need to know from Midtown Title is Chris Corvo. Yeah, nobody cares about that unless something goes wrong. <laughs> if something goes wrong with the closing, that's the only time people even remember my name. Most of the time, they're like, I don't even remember where I closed. Right. So They remember you. We do have some material for everybody today, right? Yeah, even though today is April Fool's Day, we're going to step back a little bit, given that we're at the new time slot of 11 o'clock, and you guys are just listening to us for the first time. But we're going to go back to a little bit of a St. Patrick's Day uh, flair and don't let your luck run out. And again, all these all these things that we'll reference, statistics, stats, and all that stuff, it's going to be on the internet at, at uh, moneymanmike.net. Again, that's moneymanmike.net or on Facebook at moneymanmike radio. And don't let your luck run. Don't let your luck run out is a study that was put out by, or not a study, but a synopsis put out by CoreLogic, Freddie Mac, and Bankrate. Now, to give you a little history here, CoreLogic is enormous. They're owned by First American, is that right? First American. They are. They're actually owned by a title insurance company called First American, and they are a, a, a company that does all kinds of market research to be able to determine affordability of housing. They determine determine uh, which areas of the country are seeing increased values, which ones are seeing decreased values. Pretty much anything. I liken it like this. If I wanted to pull a report on how many firefighters lived on Elm uh, Street in Las Vegas, Nevada, that had three kids, they know it. They would be able to tell me how many people exist on this. That's how much data collection these folks do. They they basically research 99.9% of the counties in the United States. They comb through all of this data mm-hmm. and, and pump out all this information, a lot of it that what you see uh, on the news or what you see online yep. Yep. As, yep. as far as all things real estate. So uh, if there's a fact to learn, these people know it. Yeah. And you probably heard of Freddie Mac in the news, a quasi-government agency. I'm not sure what they're called in conservatorship or whatever the situation is today. But basically, they they do so many mortgages. It's 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 unreal. I don't even know the number. It's huge. And then everyone knows who Bankrate is, or typically has found them online. But these three companies, CoreLogic, Freddie Mac, and Bankrate, collaborated together to provide source uh, for this data. But basically, it says if you look at today. And let's just say 4.2% on a $250,000 home purchase. And if you sit here waiting, I'll wait till next year. I'll get the house six months down the road. Well, your rate might be 4.8%. So don't let your luck run out because that home price is at 250 is going to give you a payment of $1,222.54. Now... If you turn back around and factor in appreciation and everything else, the higher interest rate, the whole nine yards, that same house is now going to cost you $1,374 just because you waited. So we can sit here and break down numbers left and right. We can go back and look at what's your appreciation in your area and take that and factor it into your, your decision-making process and look at what rates are going to be and then look at your scenario and customize stuff and look at what's the cost of waiting. And waiting and rolling the dice in this environment is just not a smart decision, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, this market is on fire and it's just 
sellers, 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 sellers. They own it from top to bottom. The buyers are outpacing the the the, the sellers. Uh, uh, properties. They're not vacating them fast enough. Builders can't uh, build them fast enough. And there's all these people relocating to Nashville from these bigger markets, Chicago, New York, um, uh, gosh, Chicago, New York, uh, LA, San Francisco, Atlanta, Miami. And the cost of living here is so much cheaper than everywhere else. And you just can't build houses fast enough. So, we're going to touch on that a little bit more. We're going to get into a few more market data statistics on the other side of this break. But you've been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC, where you are listening to the Money Man Mike Show at its new time of 11 a.m. We moved on up from 6 a.m. But we are here at 11 with all you fine listeners today. And if you haven't listened to us before or you missed the first half of the show, you can go out on the Internet at Facebook, uh, actually on Facebook at Money Man Mike Radio. Again, that's Money Man Mike Radio or on the Internet, MoneyManMike.net, MoneyManMike.net. And basically... Everything about the show is out there. We video the show. We have bloopers on the show. We have outtakes. We have behind the scenes. We have all of our statistics and facts and everything else that we, that we mentioned and recite on the show and tons of resources. So check it all out. And, you know, uh, before our commercial during our last segment, we we're really just talking at the tail end of it, just basic supply and demand. I mean, it's, it's simple economics 101, supply and demand. And right now, the demand is killing the supply. The supply just cannot keep up with. You can sell your house quickly around oh, here, but it's finding homeless. a new one. Yeah, I mean, I've seen clients honestly where they'll put their house up for sale, they'll sell it in like two minutes. Yeah, for way above asking price, but then they can't find nowhere to go, and then they end up. I've I've honestly closed people who end up buying a house on the same street that they've moved from <laughs> um, because they couldn't find a house in the same area or same school district that they wanted to be in. So they end up paying more for less of a house because they couldn't find anything to go there. So that's just crazy to me that that, that, that happens that way. But, uh, you sure. know, we keep talking about the rates and stuff. And, Mike, what do you think about the rates? you think they're going to keep going up a little? I mean, we've seen bumps in the rates since the election. And, and do we think they're going to keep going up? And, and what uh, what's kind of the future for that right now? Before we change gears to the rates, I want to drop this one tidbit on you. National Association of Realtors, NAR. Sales are now at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of $5.48 million, which equates to 15,400 homes sold every single day. That's a lot of houses. 15,000 houses per day. Yeah, That's that- insane. And, and we've talked before on our shows, and I hope we can share it again uh, soon about – you know, why there's not more construction going on, why there's no, yeah. and the number of people that are moving to Nashville. And there's so many factors that go into that. Yes. And, the, and the construction creates availability in housing yep. and inventory, in, which we don't have in the Nashville market right now. And and so hopefully we can come back to that. But uh, JT, in the break, you had asked a couple, couple good questions here about loans. And uh, maybe you can hop back in and ask Mike what, what you and I were talking about. Yeah, you were talking, Mike, about how you can get, you know, 15 and 30, that's the loan years that everybody knows but there's also 20s and there's you know some 10s available uh but my question is 
if you were to get a 30-year loan and let's say you wanted to pay it off in 15, yep. could you still do that? Absolutely. Yeah, you do, we do that all the time. In fact, we, we even have, uh, through Freddie Mac, where people know that they're going to have a you know, large sum of money. And for example, we had a client that they specifically took a conventional loan, even though the conventional loan was about a $500 per month payment. And again, that's all based on their credit profile and all that good stuff. But they knew they were going to have a huge chunk of money that they could turn around and pay down on the principal. And with Freddie Mac, after 24 months, you can ask them to recast the loan, which means they re- uh, calculate what your payments will be based on the principal balance at that time. So you could have financed five hundred thousand dollars on your house, and then paid down two hundred thousand dollars on it over the next twenty-four months for whatever the reason may be. But yet, with every other loan, you're still paying the same amount of pay- you're still paying paying the same payment that you were from day one. Once you recast it with Freddie Mac, now whatever that lower reduced payment is. Is what you're going to get. So, so recast is that kind of like refinancing? Maybe it's a free refinance. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, the rate yeah. doesn't change. It just no. changes what the payment is. They'll figure out. Let's say if you borrowed, like in Mike's, so he said five hundred thousand, and you you inherited two hundred thousand dollars because JT's rich uncle unfortunately passed and mm-hmm. left him a nice little uh, bag of money over there. And yes. so Jimmy says, you know, I'm going to be a wise. Uh, wise investor of these funds that I've received. So I'm going to put them all towards my house because I'm working on retiring and want to pay my house off. So bank, here's $200,000. Take it all. I don't want any of it. Bank says, okay, we'll do that. And in this particular case, the bank will say, hey, now since you only owe us $300,000 there, Mr. JT, why don't we adjust your payment that accommodates for that if you would like and then we can lower your payment down. Now, JT had would have two options. He would say, you know what, I want to keep paying what I'm paying because I'm going to pay it down quicker. Yep. Or he can say, you know what, I actually would love to make my mortgage payment lower. Yep. Um, you know, I've got a new car i got to pay for now, and it would be great if I could... If Kids I could lower my payment down to to do that, so those are a couple options to do that. And you know, JT asked about prepayment penalties, and I've we do a lot of closing. I do our office alone. We do somewhere to, between three hundred and three hundred fifty closings a month that yeah. we do. And JT, I can't tell you the last prepayment penalty I've seen on a loan. You know, we saw more of that before the recession kind of hit in '06, maybe some in '07, '05. It was it was almost prevalent that we would see that, yeah. but it's. It's been probably 10 years since I've seen one. It doesn't mean they don't exist. It just means they're very rarely used anymore. And lenders just can't sneak that thing in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a document that signs and says, oh, man, I, got, I didn't know how to prepayment penalty. If your loan has any sort of odd feature to it, maybe it's maybe it's an interest only, meaning you'd only pay interest towards your loan. Your loan. Maybe it's there's your rate would adjust after a certain amount of time, or maybe there is a prepayment penalty. If you have those kind of features in your loan, you're signing that something, a document no less than three times that's, that states that throughout the process, you have a note that would, your promissory note would state it, your deed of trust or your mortgage would have documentation that would state yep. that. Yep. Um, and there's also documents on the uh, on the closing disclosure, which is our replacement for the HUD statement, as if you haven't bought a house in the last year and a half or so, we no longer use HUD statements on traditional <laughs> transactions anymore. We use what they call a closing disclosure. It's uh, pretty similar to that, but uh, very 
very new, fresh, sleek document yes. that we use, and it actually says that on there. There, so there's multiple places during the process that you're signing documentation that would actually have those kind of anomalies in there um, to where you're not. So if you didn't know when you walked out, either the closer, the person who handled the closing was terrible, or you were sleeping while you were signing. Hmm. <laughs> Which happens. Now, I don't know if you, if you guys may not be able to answer this question, but do you have any idea what percentage of people who get home loans actually pay them off early? You'd be actually the increase of people that are buying homes for cash and not even taking a mortgage has significantly increased. I don't know the numbers, but I know that it's gone up significantly. Wow. Um, we're seeing a significant increase in down payments, even though you can get by with zero down. But, you know, the most people believe you got to have 20% down just to buy a house, and that's just not true. I mean, you can literally move in with as little as zero down. In almost any case, you can get in with 3% down, and that can still be gift funds. A lot of people equate that their down payment money has to come from their own personal account. That's not true. It can be gifts. It can come from family members. It could be wedding. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of options. And in, in I want to go back to one thing you were asking about uh Taking the 30 year and paying it like a 15 or paying it like a 20, mm -hmm. you would be shocked. And I challenge everybody that's listening to this to right now go out, type in an amortization schedule into your Google machine or explore whoever you use, and pull up an amortization schedule, plug in your basic loan terms, and then turn around and add an additional 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 100 bucks in the monthly payment and watch and see how much that little bit of an incremental change every month, every month saves you in interest. I've got a uh, little fun fact here for Jimmy. Fire. GT. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First of all, the average time frame that people keep a loan, not paying their house off, right. keep the loan, whether they move, refinance, whatever it may be, uh, is 42 months. Really? I didn't know that. 42 months. Wow. So that no means. No wonder you guys are so busy. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> so people are either moving, they're refinancing, cashing out. But uh, according to bank rate, yeah. uh, Less, uh, it's, it's the numbers less than twenty percent people own house and units um, that they occupy that have no mortgages on them, meaning they've basically have paid their loan, not necessarily paid their loans off, but do not owe money period on their house. So I they may that. have paid cash for it, or, or they may have paid the uh, loan off itself. But the numbers around is is a, is little less than twenty percent. Heck, here in Nashville, we take people that literally just closed six months ago. 12 months ago, and we're refinancing them because they didn't have a full 20% down, so they had mortgage insurance, which is required by federal law when you don't have 20% down, but yet the appreciation has gone up so much that now they have 20% equity. So we're refinancing them to get rid of the MI and dropping their payment. The mortgage insurance. Yeah, mortgage insurance. Thank you. 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever the MI rate is on their payment, and or we've also got clients that have bought houses turn around, lived in them for a year or two, and are selling them and now buying a new house, a smaller house, and paying cash for it because they took out a loan, leveraged it, grabbed a hold of the appreciation in the market, turned around, sold the house, and then used the proceeds to basically buy their house completely mortgage-free, which goes to exactly what you were just speaking about. Well, the flip side of that, as well as, as closings that we do, because the, the market that we live in here in Nashville is so competitive that we see people, especially with millennials right now, where they're having uh, parents or grandparents yeah. actually giving them cash to buy houses because 
they may have made 15 offers on houses and yeah. cannot can't get one under contract and so to make their self, makes their offers more attractive they're willing to pay above asking with no inspections and pay cash for the property mm-hmm. and so they'll get a family member to to give them the money to do it yeah. and so we've seen a lot of that where people are just trying to just trying to get a house in this market uh, so, uh, so there's a lot of different variables that are that are going on. I'm, I'm excited to to talk more about this stuff uh, as we as we as we go on at this new time slot because yeah. there's so many good things happening in this city. So many, so many new things, man. I mean, new things, great things. It, it's incredible. But hey, we're out of time. Jimmy's pushing us out the door. We got to go. But hey, Money Man Mike here on News Radio New Time, 11 a.m. on the internet, moneymanmike.net, and then Facebook, Money Man Mike Radio. We'll catch you next week at 11 a.m. Y'all have a great day.